Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, joined this morning by Jenna Tobble and a brand new guest. Jenna, I'm going to allow you to do the uh, introductions. Yeah. Good morning, Andy. I do have with me a new First Alliance team member today. I brought with me Rosalina Cornish. She is our commercial credit analyst, so she works a lot with our business lending department. And I'm going to let Rosalina share just a little bit about herself and exactly what she does at the credit union. Hello, Rosalina. Hi. Yes, good morning. Um, My name is Rosalina. I am the commercial credit analyst with First Alliance Credit Union. Um, I work really hand-in-hand with some of our business members, um, working to help them with their financial needs um, through our accounts accounts and loans. Um, And then I also, on the side, I help my husband run a small business. So I have a lot of first-hand knowledge as far as small businesses. I bet the letters PPP are in your sleep. <laughs> yes, for the last year, we we have been knee-deep in PPP loans, so we've, we've come to become uh, very good experts at that. <laughs> All right, so last week we talked about uh, you know, getting started to pay off your debt as a good money move. Mm-hmm. Jenna, what are we going to... I'm going to guess it has something to do with uh, commercial loans, seeing Rosalina is here. What, what's the topic today? Yeah. So today we're actually going to be talking a little bit about starting your own business. Oh, kind yeah. of, you know, specifically some of the signs that you should get started, that you maybe have a good business idea. And then how do you actually do that? It costs money. What, it, like, what does that look like? So we're going to talk about some of those things. Um, but before we dig into that, I just wanted to share some statistics. And you kind of alluded to this when we brought up the PPP loans, because I just want to talk about um, what businesses uh, look like opening and closing over the pandemic, because oh. I found these numbers very interesting. And I haven't had a really good, like, just dump of good statistics on our listeners in a while. So I thought it was time to <laughs> bring back my statistics. Um So I'll just dig right into it real quick here. So in 2020, there were 4.35 million new businesses that opened in the U.S., which is up a significant amount from 2019, where we only opened 3.5 million. So in the middle of the pandemic, we saw nearly a 24% increase in the number of people starting a business. Um. This is the biggest increase in new businesses in the last decade. Mm. So if you look at those charts, it's kind of like they're pretty even. And then all of a sudden, 2020, you have this huge spike. I imagine that some people who had this thing they were thinking about found themselves in a situation where this was probably the best opportunity they had. Well, exactly. You know, a big part of this increase is kind of this need from people who, you know, did get laid off of their jobs during the pandemic and starting their own business was really their way to kind of make up for that lost income. So you're you're nailing right on the head there with that one. But then you also have to look at, you know, 
there was huge shifts in the types of products and services that consumers were demanding throughout the pandemic. And so that opened up a lot of new opportunities for for potential businesses as well, right? I mean, just the significant shifts in how we ran our lives. Yeah, who who heard of Etsy before the pandemic? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's it's wild. uh, Yeah, all these crafts people who out in their garage or whatever they're selling stuff all over the place it's amazing oh absolutely yeah um and on you know not to be the debbie downer but there's a flip side (laughs) (laughs) the numbers i shared are really exciting right um but as we know and we've talked about in previous episodes not all businesses survived the pandemic either, right? So a recent report by the Federal Reserve suggests that approximately 200,000 businesses permanently closed last year, specifically due to the pandemic, which is, a, for context, is about a 33% increase above the normal levels of businesses closing in that given time frame. So in many of those uh, businesses, tended to be more of the small business service style industries. So hair salons, nail salons, restaurants, things like that, which isn't necessarily a surprise, Um, but still disappointing, right? Well, it's a a tragedy for the folks who, you know, perhaps sunk their life savings into these businesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But back to the bright side overall more businesses opened than closed in 2020 which is always a positive thing to see um so i share all of this just to kind of give some context leading into our conversation today because when you are thinking about opening a business you do have to take into consideration some of that economic environment that you're stepping into um and while it being the pandemic should not stop you from opening a new business um it is something to take into consideration in your planning of course excellent points yeah so i guess maybe to start with what what are what are those signs that i myself or someone else could look at that might be uh, you know a good idea for a new business yeah um so to me i think one of the biggest things is a passion for something, right? Um, you definitely don't want to step into something that you don't have experience or passion for. So if there if there's an idea or a service or a product that you're passionate about, that is your first indication. Um, also looking at Okay, what would your target be? So, if you have, you know, some a, an audience in mind, um, that's another another trigger. Or, you know, you get to this point and you're you've got some money set aside um, and you're ready to jump into it. That's another one as well. Um, another sign or a trigger that maybe it's time to you know venture into this idea that you've got in your mind. So- yeah. You- Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, do you ever run into folks who, I mean, you mentioned you you should have a passion for it, but (laughs) maybe I do have a good idea, but I don't have a passion for it, but boy, it's a good idea. I'm going to go down this road anyway. Is that something you run into out there? I feel, yes, that is something pretty common. I've actually talked to some people who tried to pitch their ideas at me. Um, You know, they're, they're... 
going from one industry to another, but they have no idea, you know, what exactly that industry is about that they want to step into. Um, but from what they hear, it makes good money. So they think they want to try it. And I'm always just saying, well, you know, how do you know that that's going to be what you want to do? How do you know you want to take that risk without actually, you know, trying first, right? Like, uh, sorry, I'm a little. <laughs> well, was, I, um, I can see that a startup business is going to it's going to consume all of your time. Yes. Yeah. And all of your energy, for that matter, as well. Right. So it definitely has to be something that you are clearly interested in and that you have a passion for. Right. Well, and I just imagine, too, you know, the 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 number of times you're going to be told no and have to kind of defend this idea as you're trying to get started and convince people to, um, you know, buy your product or invest in your business or, you know, any of those things, you know, if you're not, if you don't have a strong passion or you're not like a true believer in the business model for whatever reason, you're going to, I imagine you would feel pretty defeated much more quickly if you don't have that level of passion that Rosalina has been talking about for the business. Okay. So we've talked about the passion part, part of the necessary ingredients. The other part is the money part. And we'll discuss that more when we come back. It's Good Money Moves right here on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Land of 10,000 lakes has an ice ring to it, but actually... And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. We're talking about starting a new business. The American dream, other than the house part. But yeah, I think everybody you know has that little, maybe not everybody, but to be your own boss and all of that. It's mm-hmm. just, I, I lack the the product, the passion, and the money. How's that? <laughs> so let's talk about the money part. Because I, I imagine it takes a bit of cash to launch something like this. Yes, um, there's a lot of things to consider when you're looking at how much money you're going to need. Um, every business is different, um, and no financial solution is going to be a one-size-fits-all. Um, and it's important to be realistic, right? So planning for your cost, um, don't underestimate the expenses that will incur Um and also be prepared um, for expenses that you didn't really plan for. Um, It's easy to overlook those costs when you're planning and thinking about the big picture, but you should be more precise when you're planning for your fixed expenses. Um, Try to understand your business cost. Um, You'll need to be able to differentiate between the different types of costs, such as one-time costs versus ongoing costs. Um, So, for example, one of the one-time costs would be in the the beginning when you're trying to um, set up your business, you're thinking about incorporating or setting up a business entity. Well, that costs money. Um, And those are going to be some examples 
examples of your fixed costs, whereas um, you've got your variable costs that can be inconsist- inconsistent from month to month. And variable expenses usually depend on your products or your services. Um, so those can vary month to month depending on um, your service or your product or demand. Okay, so... Um, Sorry. Oh, no, going back to the one-time expenses you mentioned, the sure. the cost of actually setting up the company, the paperwork, the filing. Does the the space itself, is that considered a one-time cost? Well, I suppose not if you rent. Right. That's Rent use is usually considered a fixed expense. A fixed. Okay. And I yep. suppose if you need any machinery. Yep. Whether Correct. it be something to manufacture or even cash registers. And all right. that kind of stuff. So, exactly. And and then you've got your, you know, like what we said, variable costs. So, um, my husband runs an automotive repair shop, and that varies for him. You know, parts costs vary month to month, just depending on the types of jobs that he has right. um, at any given time. And in his case, those fixed costs or the the tools he had to buy. Yep. The lift or, or whatever else you need to be able to work exactly. on the cars. Okay. Yes. So you got to lay, you got to be in, how much detail do I need? Is a, a lot more better than too little? I I would say have a plan. Try to be conservative with that plan. Uh, as far as expenses, try to be conservative with your expenses um, in your planning, but just have a little bit of leeway just in case things get a little crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also important, you know, to, to point out here that just like if you're putting together a personal budget, right, you have to be able to differentiate between true need and wants when you're getting your business up and running. Because if, you know, you need chairs for your lobby, if, but how, you know, how expensive of a chair do you really need? You know, so things like that. You just have to kind of weigh weigh those costs and what the priority of the business actually is to get yourself up and running because you can always get the more expensive chair once you start turning a profit. But if you just need somewhere for your your customer to sit for five minutes, you know, maybe maybe the less expensive chair is the option. So just think you kind of have to consider those things as well. Is this something that the credit union first alliance could help somebody with i mean to guide them to i've got this piece of paper here and look at all this am i doing okay <laughs> Is- yes yes we we do have the ability to you know sit down and sort of guide our members through this process however we do have a resource in town and actually here in minnesota um it's called the small business development center um we like to use them here in rochester um we'll send our startups over there to just get some planning done um help them put together a solid business proposal that has um projections um and numbers for the for the first five years of their business and this makes it so much easier when you're trying to go and get financing done okay that's a wonderful resource i wouldn't even know where to begin yes. to have yes an ability to and do that. It, 
and it's actually free so it's funded by the state of minnesota um so you can anyone can just walk in and make an appointment and sit down with their counselors there okay so we we talked about the space that you need the whatever machinery you need furniture um getting the business filed as a corporation or whatever form you wish to take um are there other miscellaneous things out there that perhaps most people don't think about when they're putting together this business plan and kind of mapping out what the costs are going to be? Oh, yes. Um, you definitely want to think about labor, your labor costs. What do you think is um, a valid labor cost for the product or service that you're providing? Um, you want to think about your basic supplies, for example, your office supplies or um technology that you have uh, that or will need because that can get a little expensive um you definitely want to think about insurance licensing permit fees um advertising for especially when you're trying to start a business you want to invest in advertising and get the word out there that you're offering this business or this service um and um, business plan costs. Um, you just um, need to put aside some funds to to think about. There are things like, for example, um, accounting costs. If you mm-hmm. want to hire an accountant, there's things like that. People who help you plan for your business future. Okay. And the other term I always hear bandied about when you talk about a business is cash flow. Yes. How do you even remotely <laughs> determine what your cash flow needs to be? That is actually something that the Small Business okay. Development Center is very, very good at. Um, they will take uh, your business or your service or your product and they'll determine market rates. Okay, what's everybody else charging for this? Okay, okay what, what? where's the middle ground that you can charge and let's let's factor in your expenses what's your bottom line and they'll tweak those numbers up or down to get to where you get to the point where your business is actually cash flowing you want to see a net profit at the end of every month right you want to be able to pay yourself as well and it probably invests back into the business as well okay yes correct so we've talked about the cost side of it and we've laid out a plan now, when we come back after this quick break, can we perhaps talk about where I get the money to actually implement the plan? To make good money moves if you're thinking about starting a business. That's our topic today, and we'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Spring is here, and summer is not far away. Let Livia weigh control. And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking today on Good Money Moves about starting a business. And we talked about putting the business plan together, mapping out all your costs. And uh, I imagine this is when I go and talk to you, Rosalina, about perhaps a business loan to get this thing off the ground. How How does this all work? Yeah. So first, you want to think about self-funding, right? Um, 
in the financial industry, we we talk a lot about our our business owners who we want to see have some skin in the game sure. is their is what they like to say. Um, so some of this the self funding options you can look at is. Um, basically turning to friends and family for capital, relying on your own savings accounts that you might have put away, um, tapping into your 401k or your home's equity to be able to fund your startup. Um, And with self-funding, you can retain complete control over the business, but you also take on the risk yourself unfortunately mm-hmm. um there are also ways to get some capital from your investors um you can ask friends and family to invest in your business right instead of just asking them for money outright um you can um also crowdfund to fund your business um crowdfunding raises funds for a business um from a large number of people um and they're not technically investors but they don't because they don't receive a share of ownership in the business and they don't expect a financial return on their money um but of course uh you could always go to a financial institution and get a small business loan um if you want to retain complete control of your business, but you don't have enough funds to start, consider a small business loan. Um, to increase your chances, you should definitely have that business plan, um, the expense sheet, financial projections, which like we talked about, the Small Business Development Center basically puts together a nice little packet for you with all of this information and you can just take that to a lender and um you know apply for a loan okay i guess what's the secret to actually getting approval for that type of loan have a good business (laughs) yes exactly so i've had a couple of people who have come to me and you know they're like i've got this great idea i've been doing this for a while you know for a company but i want to go off on my own and I, i want to work for myself and so you know i'm like that's great i love to see the passion i love to see the ideas but let's have a plan in place right let's think about all the other things that go along with owning a small business and let's put a plan in place and so that way we can show a lender that you that you know what you're doing you're organized and you are hitting the ground running when you open those doors if that makes sense sure is it is it is it probably more common that somebody partially sell funds and then partially gets a commercial loan Yes, and that's actually for, I would say that's the ideal situation or scenario. And from the lender's point of view, I I imagine that shows that them taking on the business owner, taking on that level of risk with the self-funding part shows that they're going to be committed to this thing. Exactly, because if you have nothing to lose and it's all the lender losing everything if some if things go down you know down south i mean you know it 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 doesn't it's just better to see that you are willing to risk yourself as well so when you get the plan from the fledging business owner how do you analyze whether or not they're worthy of receiving the loan so 
I am taking those numbers. I am looking at them myself. I'm looking at the expenses. I'm trying to see if there's expenses they haven't accounted for. Um, and then I'm looking at their loan request and I'm thinking, all right, well, can the business actually afford this loan payment? Because ultimately that's, that's what is going to get sure. you approval is if we're going to lend you this money, you know, even on, on a personal side, right? If we're going to lend you money, will you be able to afford the payment? And, and the other one I have to ask you before we run out of time, uh, the crowdfunding sounds magical, but is it something that's even realistic? I don't see a whole lot of it myself. I've heard of it. I just don't see a whole lot of it myself. I mean, I've okay. seen things like Kickstart, right? Sure. Where, you know, things like that. But I, it to me, it's not common. And I'll tell you what, I'm not going to be... <laughs> it's not something I, I can't imagine myself participating in that just to say, hey, I don't know who you are, but this looks like a good idea. I'll give you a right. hundred fifty you know, bucks or whatever it is. When I see crowdfunding work, it's usually a, like a smaller scale. A lot of times I, I only know about this because my significant other crowdfunds for board games that he's really into. And so he'll what will throw in some you know, a couple hundred dollars into this fund. And then at the end of it, he gets a copy of this this game that oh, they've created. Okay. Oh, wow. And yeah, so, I mean, there there's definitely uses for it. So if, if you're, you know, maybe you don't want to create like a full-fledged company to create this board game, but you have this passion for the board game using crowdfunding okay. for something like that, or to even... Um, like test out your idea can sometimes be really cool. Okay. Yeah. I've so, seen some interesting things come from that. Learned a lot today about <laughs> if I ever do get the passion to do this. <laughs> Where to start? Jenna, uh, I imagine that the First Alliance Credit Union website has some additional resources. Absolutely. As always, I encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Um, get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week, including information about being a business owner and give you some financial advice there. Um, of course, go back, listen to any of our past episodes of this show. So you can find those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team of advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. Um, we can help you make you know, get the business loan that you're looking for, start a business account, um, of course, help you with your personal finances as well, whatever you're trying to do to start making good money moves. We're there to help you. Well, fantastic. And thank you, Rosalina, for all of your information today. And Jenna, we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right. Another episode of Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340, KROC.